the power of God's Word, and experiencing a spiritual shakeup. That's the subject today on Bold Steps with Mark Job. I believe there's some of you today that the Spirit of God is saying, you're dry. But listen, you can't do this in your own power. You can't have a healthy marriage in your power. You can't do your job in your own power. You can't maintain your mental health in your own power. You can't preach in your own power. It's not about your power. It's about the power of the living God. And welcome to Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job, President of Moody Bible Institute and Senior Pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. My name is Wayne Shepherd. When you look around at life, do you sometimes get the feeling as though your world has gone spiritually cold, as if you're walking through a valley void of life and hope and purpose? Well, as the Bible puts it, many of us are living in a valley of dry bones without realizing that no matter where we go as believers, we're filled with the breath of God. For today's program, Mark is continuing a special message he gave at Founders Week last year at the Moody Bible Institute. It's about experiencing a spiritual shakeup. And to get us going with the final part of this relevant lesson, here now is Mark Job with today's Bold Steps. The Word of God was spoken to these dry bones, but they needed something more. And so the Spirit of God said to him, Now prophesy to the wind. The breath in Scripture has always been symbolic of the Spirit of the living God. In fact, he said, prophesy to breath. So he prophesies to the wind. He says, wind of God, Spirit of God, Spirit of Almighty God, do something that we cannot do. Come with mighty power, breath of God, and breathe into these people that have truth but have no life, O God. And then something starts to happen. Do you know that D.L. Moody was preaching and evangelizing and leading people to Christ? And one evening at the close of one of his messages, two women approached him. And they told him that they were praying for him. And they kept telling him after every service that they were praying for him. And he started to get irritated. And he said, why are you praying for me? Why don't you pray for the lost? They said, no, God has placed on our heart to pray for you. Can I tell you, there's something powerful when when two older saints get together to pray. If you have a prayer ministry, hey, never, never underestimate or undermine people that pray. These were two older women that got together and they said, no, we're praying for you. He said, what are you praying for me? We're praying that you would you would experience greater spiritual power in your messages. Well, that was a little bit of insult to him, but he got a little bit convicted about it, and so he started joining them in prayer. And the Bible says that, uh, or or the, the testimony, the history says that in September, he started praying with them every Friday at noon that he would pray and minister with greater power because he felt like he needed greater power from the Spirit of God. A month after he started praying, hello historians, listen to this. A month after he started praying, on October the 8th, 1871, Moody Church was destroyed by the great Chicago fire. Be careful what you pray. All that Moody had done, built, 
destroyed in a fire. The world that he knew was shaken, but he had been praying, Oh God, may I minister with greater power. And so God shook his world. Historians tell us that Moody, the next month in November, went to New York, devastated by the fire that had happened in Chicago, that thousands of buildings were burned down in this city. 300 people died. It was the great Chicago fire. And Moody was, Moody was shaken to his core because of this. And so he was in New York, walking around the streets. He was raising money to rebuild the church in Chicago. But what was most on his heart was just this desperation to have more of God. And as he walked down the street of a busy New York street, he felt like the Spirit of God, because of his desperation and calling upon God, suddenly came upon his life with greater power. He sensed that God was doing something in his life. He rushed to a friend's house nearby who had a room and he stayed in that room for hours as he prayed that God would fill him in a fresh new way with great power. He talks about a joy that came over him that's undescribable in that time. And then these are his very own words. I cannot describe it. I seldom refer to it. It's almost too sacred to experience. I can only say that God revealed himself to me and I had such an experience of his love I had to ask him to stay his hand I went to preach again the sermons were not different I did not present any new truths and yet hundreds were converted the Bible tells us that he prophesied and I want you to notice I want you to hear this this is really important man I'm drawing this to a close so stay with me this is really important I believe there's some of you today that the Spirit of God is saying, you're dry. You need to have the Word. But listen, you can't do this in your own power. You can't have a healthy marriage in your power. You can't walk in purity in your own power. You can't do your job in your own power. You can't maintain your mental health in your own power. You can't preach in your own power. You can't be a decent human being that loves God in your own power. I don't care if you were raised in a church culture or not. It's not about your power. It's about the power of the living God. The Bible says, I will pour out my spirit on you and you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord, and I have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. I want you to notice, as he preached, as he prophesied, as he asked the wind of God to come, the presence of God to come, that these bodies that were there became a vast army. I can almost even hear the drumbeat of that army. I can almost hear it, but I don't. Now I do. I want you to know that God started to raise up. The breath of God came upon this. The bodies were there. And Ezekiel is saying, come breath of God. Come breath of God. And as he calls upon the breath of God, he starts to see movement. And now he sees over there a hand that starts to twitch and a leg that starts to twitch. And he keeps prophesying, come breath of God. They need your breath, God. They cannot do it without you. 
God sweep among these people and then suddenly a knee jerks over there and he sees a head pop up and over there he sees another head pop up and now there's dozens that are popping up a knee comes up and suddenly the first one stands alive fully clothed uh, 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 someone a soldier of God and then another person pops up over there and another person pops over there and another one and another one and now they're rising up and now there's an army that's standing up front and the Bible says that it's a vast powerful army this is not just people coming to life this is people coming to mission they've been resurrected because they have a call and a mission to restore all that God has called them to restore and now this army is marching you hear them clapping you hear their feet you hear the noise they have a purpose and a mission. It's the people of Israel, but it symbolically represents us. Let's stand together. Come on, everyone on their feet. I believe that God is raising a people in this generation that will do the work of God for Him. God is raising a people in this generation, breathing in a people today that are in mission for God. God is beginning to put within us a call, resurrecting the dead, bringing us to life in Jesus' name. Because we have a call, we have a mission, until every single person on earth has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, we have not finished. We will not be stopped until the glory of the Lord fills this earth by His power and in His presence. Keep going, drummer. And we will keep going here in just a moment on Bold Steps. Mark, that's a terrible place to stop for the moment, but I promise we'll get back to this message, okay? Absolutely. All right. First, we want to say thank you to our generous monthly supporters, known as our Bold Partners. Thanks to their faithful monthly support, Bold Steps is reaching out to new listeners with the truth and encouragement of God's Word. And many of these new listeners are taking some bold steps of their own. We get evidence of that all the time with the notes we receive, Mark. That's right, Wayne, and I'm still hearing those drums beating in the background <laughs> yeah. as people are letting God work yeah. in their life. Don't go but, anywhere. It's coming back in a moment. You know, we got this bold testimony from Sherry, and I love this story because she is vulnerable and open, and Sherry says, I've always had a pretty good life, but in my 40s, a lot of things started happening, and I started drinking first to sleep, then to numb, and then to die. Oh. I had no idea that I was running away from fear. I just knew I was sad and could not sleep. Thankfully, God did not let me die when I sincerely wanted to. Because I drank at home so no one could see what I was doing, I felt like God was saying, you need to leave the four walls. I didn't know what that meant at the time, but after losing my apartment and both of my jobs in the same six-week period, I finally surrendered to him. And listen to this, Wayne. Since then, I've been studying why fear can paralyze us and was drawn to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 that speaks about the power, love, and sound mind promised to us in Christ. I've taken a bold step by starting to write a book on fear from all that I've learned to live victoriously. Thank you for what you do and for the holy boldness you are inspiring. Beautiful. And you know what? We love that story, Sherry, because we have so many stories of people that 
We're at dark places when God in his loving compassion reached out and pulled them out. And now, like Sherry, they are taking bold steps to live for God. Well, Sherry's thanks extends to our bold partners who make this program possible. So if you want to take a bold step and share the gospel this year, why don't you sign up to become a bold partner? You can give a gift of any amount, but when you sign up to give a gift of $30 or more, you'll be qualified for a 50% discount off the retail price of all Moody Publishers resources in the online store at moodypublishers.org. And you'll receive a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, as well as an exclusive bi-weekly email from Mark full of encouraging lessons and videos. So partner with us today and hear results like we heard from Sherry by visiting Bold Steps Radio. And if you want to share your own story with us, just click on the link at our website that says Be Bold Stories. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Well, we've got some exciting ministry to get back to. So let's dive back into the final half of this message from Mark titled Spiritual Shakeup. If you are here today and you say, Pastor Mark, you know, I've been a dry bone, but I believe that God is calling me to life. And I have to admit that I've been, in, I, I've been dry. Maybe you've walked away from your calling, but God is saying, you know, you need to restore your calling. I'm speaking to some of you tonight. Your heart has been, your heart has not been soft to the promptings of God. The voice of God has been muffled by all the noise in your life. The fire in your heart has died down to just embers. You have been slow to obey, lethargic in worship, lagging in the word, reluctant in your witness, irritated in your relationships, making excuses not to engage in community. You have minimized, excused, blamed, avoided, rationalized your spiritual lethargy and dryness. You blamed it on your age. You blamed it on your church. You blamed it on your pastor. You blamed it on your spouse. Your circumstances, your friends, the culture. But tonight the Spirit of God is challenging you to take a look at yourself and respond to His voice, to His Word, and to say, I am responsible for my spiritual condition. I will not remain in dry bones. I will arise. I will hear the shaking. I will rekindle my calling. I will serve and seek God. I believe that God is raising some people like that. If, God, if you know that you're dry bones and God has spoken to you tonight, here's what I want you to do. I need a volunteer. Just make your way up these stairs right now. Could you, someone that says, I know I'm dry, but God is awakening me. Come on, don't be afraid of it. Don't be ashamed. I know I'm dry, but God is awakening me. Come on, I could take two or three or four or five. I know I'm dry, but God is awakening me. I know I'm dry. I want you to pick up one of those skeletons. Pick up one of these skeletons. I know I'm dry, but God is awakening me. Restoring my call. Reviving my heart. Stirring me with greater passion. Come on, we we don't have a lot of skeletons. Go ahead, you could take them off. Yeah, oops. You could take them off. Go ahead, hold his head. This will work. I believe that God is reviving a people. 
I believe that God is reviving a people. And I believe that there's some, and maybe you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus the Christ. You cannot be revived unless you're alive. And if you're here tonight and you say, Pastor Mark, I've never given my life to Christ. I don't know Jesus yet. I've never surrendered. I've never acknowledged him as my Lord and Savior. I've never publicly bowed my knee and given my life to him. Then I'm going to ask if you need to do that, that you would join us on stage. Maybe you have already. But if you're here today, I want you to get out of your seat. Say, excuse me. I need to give my life to Jesus. If you've never done that, then I want you, whether you're in the balcony, whether you're here, I want you to say, I need to give my life to Christ today. Today. If you, if you need to do that, did you make your way out? All right. There's anybody else? Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to extend your hand to these people that are on this stage with me today. We're going to do something symbolic because I believe they're on the stage, but there's a whole lot of dry bones that need to be revived. I want you to know that you have a calling. Some of you have given up. Some of you have rejected. Some of you have, have let it go. You stop living in the calling. You stopped interceding. You stopped pursuing holiness. You stopped saying, God, some of you have given up on callings that God had given you, and you've walked away from God-given dreams. Not because God changed his plans, but because of lukewarmness in your heart and soul. I believe that God wants to do something in Chicago. If we can live in a city that an eight-year-old girl gets shot in plain day, Melissa Ortega, know the name of people that have been violently massacred in our city because the decay, because the moral corruption, because salt changes things. The salt in our city needs to be more salty. We don't live in a Christian nation, but we are a Christian people called by the Spirit of God to live and walk in revival and renewal. So this is symbolic for a whole bunch of people. This is symbolic for a whole bunch of people. Listen, those skeletons that we have, can you just throw those dry bones into the valley without hurting anybody? <laughs> just throw them. Just say today. Yeah, throw them. Throw them. They can, they can get hurt. Yeah, go ahead. No more dry bones. No more dry bones. No more dry bones. No more dry bones. Can you raise your hands to the Lord together, along with everybody that's here on stage? Can you raise your hands to the heavens? We're going to close in prayer, and then we're going we're to allow Natalie to lead us in some worship here. My desire, my heart, and I need an army with me that will not stop preaching the word, that will not stop prophesying and asking the Spirit of God to move upon our lives and upon our city to revive us. 
So today we ask God that not only you would re revive our heart, God, that we repent of our lukewarmness, startle us with our condition, Jesus. But I pray that you would not only bring us to life, but that you would raise a vast army that's full of life and living on mission for you, God. A vast army that's unstoppable because we're armed with love, full of the Spirit, proclaiming your word boldly, filled with the breath of God. We pray that for our city. We pray that for our churches. We pray that for our pastors, God. We pray that for the Moody Bible Institute. We pray that for our nation, Father. Bring an awakening, God, that only you can bring, God. But, Father, we're not going to wait for a, nation, a nationwide awakening. We say, God, awaken us, Father. Bring us to life, O oh Lord Jesus. May our dry bones rattle and shake and may our lives breathe again we pray this in the powerful glorious name of Jesus the Christ in whose name we pray amen and amen Mark that was such a holy moment at Founders Week and it can be a holy moment right now for those who are listening it really was and Wayne I'm not sure if the listeners quite captured this, but people came on stage that felt like they were in a place of dry bones. They picked up one of the skeletons and then they threw it off the stage, <laughs> symbolically saying, no more dry bones. Cool. I was just hoping no one would get hit in the front yeah, row. Right. But um, And maybe that's you right now. I don't have a skeleton to give you personally right now, but symbolically, maybe you need to take a moment if you say, Pastor, that message really spoke to me. I've been in the valley of dry bones, and the word of the Lord has been awakening me. And so I'd like to pray specifically for you that have been in the valley of dry bones, but you have a call upon your life uh, that you would say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to respond to the word of the Lord. And so, Father, I pray for that person right now that's been in a dry, dry season. They have um, not experienced uh, the freshness of your word. They have been dull and hard of hearing and um, have no passion spiritually. But you're stirring them, Father. Your word has gone out and their bones have been rattling, God. They feel something happening inside of them. You're starting to bring them together, to raise them up, to be a part of that mighty army of God that is on mission. And so I pray in Jesus' name that they would simply respond and surrender and say, do it, Father. Do it in my life. God, renew me, restore me, make my heart beat again with passion for the things of God. And so we ask, breath of God, that you would blow strongly on that individual that's calling upon you right now. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mark, this has been such a powerful three-part series. I'm conscious that someone may have tuned in today and missed parts one and two. Mm. It used to be when you heard something on the radio, it was gone after it was over. Now we have the option of listening again. You can go to our website and listen to parts one and two. It's a great option to have. It really is. And so you can go to our uh, website, boldstepsradio.org. 
you know, on your smartphone, you can access it. Sure, the, However, po- the podcast, yeah. The podcast you can access. So make sure you listen to it because this was a powerful message. And so glad that uh, you're able to listen to the whole thing. And Mark, just one more thing. This message was so visual. I, I want our listeners to be able to see what was going on with the dry bones. So there is a YouTube link. People can search for it and find it. Yeah, if they just look for Mark Job Founders Week 2022, it'll pop up. There's several videos of it. It'd be great if you could watch it. All right, we'll do that. Thank you, Mark. In the meantime, if you'd like to request this month's Bold Step gift, it's a book called The Four Habits of Joy-Filled Marriages. And when you give a financial gift of any amount by going online, you'll receive a copy. Go to boldstepsradio.org or make your donation over the phone by calling 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. And of course, you can also send your gift and request for this book through the mail by addressing your envelope to Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Again, that's 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And before we wrap up today, we want to encourage you to go and subscribe to the Bold Steps podcast, as we talked about, where you'll find each of these daily messages and listen whenever you want and wherever you are. Just open up your favorite podcast app on your phone or smart device and search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job and click the subscribe button. You can also connect with us and find even more content on our social media pages. Log into your Facebook or Instagram account, search for Bold Steps Radio and tap the like or follow button. I'm Wayne Shepard. Tomorrow we turn to the topic of dating. Valentine's Day is coming up and Mark will give some very practical and encouraging help to those who want to date in a healthy way. Dating 101 comes your way next time here on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.